Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a, at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is, go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Doll Podcast. Hey, guys. Hello, hey. big shot. <laughs> What's new, pussycat? <laughs> whoa, whoa, what a great jam that is. Yeah, yeah. I just saw uh, somewhere, I don't know where, I, you know, I don't even know where I see things half the time anymore, but Tom Jones, it must have been on TikTok, because that's like my new, I, I can't Source watch the of news. news. I can't, well, I can't watch it. My TikTok feed is remarkably free of any sort of news or opinion. Oh, cool. All right. It's just... Uh, You've worked the algorithm to such a degree that it doesn't... Like for me, I get on Facebook, every third thing that I see is a, a, a miraculous cure for baldness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, TikTok doesn't have ads like that. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, so far it doesn't. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Facebook has just... the Most of the ads, um, a, a lot of the ads are gadgets that I'm like... You know, we could use that. Yeah. God, they've got us figured out. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, really? It's like yeah. a cup holder for your cup holder. Right. That expands into another cup holder. Mm-hmm. So you can put French fries in it, and you can have a Coke in your cup holder while you're driving. I'm like, well, we could really use that on the way home. But, you know, I, I don't know. It always feels a little, you know, it's a little... Uh, the way the, the ordering process goes and everything on through Instagram, I guess, mm-hmm. is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it yes, it always Instagram. feels a little skeezy or something. You know, that's just a little some element to it. I, I I was looking at. I had my eyes on a nice Norwegian style sweater from Brooks Brothers, uh-huh. and I thought, oh, you know, it's final sale, fifteen percent off of that. It's not you know, blah blah. And I'm looking through it and getting close to the cart. Mm-hmm. And then just start reading the reviews. Everyone was like, this is a piece of shit sweater. It's, <laughs> the shoulders are tight. They're, they puff in the back like the hunchback. It's just like, <laughs> good call. $99 saved. Yep. Yeah. Um, did you know that the Brooks Brothers dressed Abraham Lincoln? Uh, Abraham Lincoln? I did not know that. Yes. An odd, an odd word for me to almost blow my, blow a tire on, but Lincoln. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Because I saw uh, there's dis- I don't know where again I don't know where I saw this either. Maybe TikTok. Mm-hmm. It might have been CBS Sunday Morning. But there's a display at the Met. You know where they have the Met Gala, mm-hmm. and everybody dresses up fancy. Yeah. Or weird. Or whatever they do, which I still I kind of don't get, and I don't know why we have to see all that every year, but we we do. We sure do. We should see it a lot. And it especially seemed weird to me with the what what with the you know kids being blown up and whatnot in in mm-hmm. Ukraine. But whatever, you know, you right. got to dress up like a piano, knock yourself out <laughs> right. to, to go to an art museum. I don't know. I, I don't I don't get it, but whatever. But they have a uh, Abe Lincoln's jacket that he was shot in. Oh my God! That's is uh, on display. That's a little perverse. Is that next to Jackie Kennedy's pink dress? Yeah, I no, I, no. I mean it's in something like you know the Hall of Clothing or something. I don't, well. I, I don't know. Um, I'm a tough size to fit. Yeah, I mean, well, the Brooks Brothers made it. You know, I'm sure they made a trip to the White House for you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What am I? What am I looking for here? You were shot in the head, so the jacket should be fine. Well, no. Uh, uh, no wait. Let me no. hold on. Lincoln coat. Mitt. Looks like I'm wearing a boutonniere. Uh, but it's I, well, brain matter. They had to take. Yeah, they had to. Mm-hmm. They cut some of it off because there's blood. Yeah. Mm. And but I think people took the people like took it as souvenirs. Oh gosh. Yeah. Faith Saley this morning has the story behind a coat lined in silk and rich in history. That's your coat. Oh, that's good. That's Jane Pauly doing that for you. Jane Pauly. I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a Chicago girl or an Indianapolis girl who who made it big in Chicago? I can't remember. She went to IU. Went to IU? Indiana, yeah. Hoosier? Hoosier. You know, my people downstairs, Jane and Jean. Yeah. They're Hoosiers through and through. Nice. Through and through. Is today my man Jean's 80th? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 80. My man's 80. 80 years old, man. I got him. A, mm. I, got, I got him. He, he's, he's a very sharp dresser. Mm-hmm. And he dresses himself. His wife doesn't dress him like mine does. <laughs> me. Don't play me. <laughs> well, she, she makes an attempt. Mm-hmm. Um... She asked me if I wanted to take my golf sh- shirts. I have like three golf shirts and t- three pairs of golf shorts home. I said, you know, I feel I can replicate this awesome golf outfit, these, these outfits, when I get back home. Let's leave these here. Leave them here. Yeah. Okay. Because I just head over to Golf Galaxy and get me some more uh, Tommy Armor or whatever the fuck it is, whatever their house brand is. Um, Hagen? No. Uh, Walter Hagen. Yeah, it's a Walter Hagen. Uh, so, um, I'm gonna, I'll just keep Jane playing this, Pauly. but wait, what was I, yeah. I was, uh, oh, Lincoln, so, oh, so Brooks I got, Brothers. he's a sharp dresser. Yeah. He wears like really cool, uh, just cool, uh, you know, casual wear, like colorful and just yeah. cool, just cool. Uh, a lot of pastels and whatnot, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, so I got him, I, I got him a hat in the golf shop yesterday. Well, that's nice. That is uh, like dreamsicle orange. And I've seen him, I think that's one of his favorite colors. He has a lot of dreamsicle orange type things. Oh. So I got him a hat. Look at that. That's very nice. And the kid said, when we take the tags off, I said, no, no, I, I don't wear dreamsicle. Look at me. Yeah. I'm blue. <laughs> I'm blue, man. I'm booberry. I'm booberry. Uh, I said, put it in a bag. It's a gift. And he looked at me. I said, I said, I know, I'm super thoughtful. I don't know what to tell you, bro. And no. they, they, they have no, this, the season's over. Anyone who's in that golf shop isn't really supposed to be out on the golf course anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> like me. Yep. So they, they have no patience. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever, man. What's your number? <laughs> That's not a golf number. Yeah, no, I know, I know. It's after May 1st. I can be here. I can be in here. It's okay. It's legal. They have, I was going to buy a shirt for myself too, but they have, I guess the goal of the golf shop would be to get rid of everything by now. Mm, so they right. have no, uh, I wear XL except in golf clothes. I have to wear two X cause they, apparently they want you to be a little bit, um, leaner out there on the course. Uh, so they they're making a judgment, a prejudgment or a pre, uh, well, yeah, all, uh, all golf stuff is, uh, it's t- well if you watch uh, you know watch the golf tournament this weekend they're all wearing like skin tight shit you know because they all work out you don't need to work out to play golf I don't think 
John Daly, case in point. Yeah, that guy hits it a fucking mile and a half. He's walking right. around with a cigarette and a beer. It's powered by 17 Diet Cokes. And <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he, he looks like Santa Claus now, too. He's got that awesome beard going. What a fate, man, that guy. Yeah, he's, I don't know, he's around a lot now. He does a lot of the pro-am stuff and all that. Uh-huh. He seems like, you know, he seems like a good dude, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I just saw a piece on him where he was, it was some uh, charity pro-am, and he was giving kids, he gave a kid, like, I said, I'll give you 500 bucks if it's a, a part three. If you get it on the green, I'll give you 500 bucks for your charity. And the kid didn't make the green, but he still gave him 500 bucks. Ah, there you go. Stuff like that. Some kid thought it was cool. And then he gave him a ball. There you go. And those little balls are expensive. You think that because based on size, you don't, it seems like a baseball would cost more than a golf ball, but I don't think that's the case. No, I wouldn't guess. No. Um, all right. Anyway, back to uh, back to your code, sir. Some arrivals at this year's Met Gala at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City were greeted with a City. lot of fanfare. Yeah. Well, they showed Lizzo uh, playing her uh, flute, which she dropped when she saw Beyonce. She dropped her flute and ran, which huh? I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> like, oh shit, Beyonce! <laughs> she didn't want to even like invade her space for one nanosecond. Wow. <laughs> Are you familiar with that Lizzo song that everybody's dancing to on TikTok? Um, I wish. Sorry, I, I accidentally asked you guys yesterday if you wanted to start at 10. But I meant nine. <laughs> so I've been sitting yeah. here for a while. And I, uh, you guys, we, we're starting earlier, which I appreciate. Thank you, guys. But mm-hmm. so I have some, some stuff is loaded into the machine already. I didn't mean to cut you off like that, Brendan. Oh, I know you're used to me going, wait, hold on. I'll find it just a minute. <laughs> right, I think it's on TikTok. Too. It might be on Instagram. I don't know. Why can't I find this? Why is my, like, why won't I, I'm, I hit play? It won't play. I, I know that's <laughs> usually what happens, but I'm sort of like prepared today. Way too well produced. Yeah, I, I apologize for the slick nature of of what we're doing. I even I even found Lincoln's coat fairly quickly. You know, I still had to mouth the words as I was typing them. But uh, anyway, yeah, um, it's a nice gym. I like it. I uh, I like I haven't heard. I think it's like the number one streaming song and all that. But uh, every pretty much every other TikTok is somebody dancing to that, uh, and there's like. Sure. There's a prescribed dance that everyone's trying to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which I think is is probably what she does. I'm mm -hmm. not 100% sure on that one, but everybody seems to be trying to do a particular dance. And uh, I saw Jimmy Fallon, I've seen some Jimmy Fallon TikTok where he has, uh, one of his bits is trying to imitate a TikTok dance with a celebrity, but you only see it one time. And he did it with Shakira. And uh, nice. she, uh, Jimmy was all embarrassed that they didn't get it right. But uh, quite frankly, I, th- I thought Shakira did fine. You know, but sure. pretty she's, much any Shakira dance is good by me. She's a natural. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back to your coat, sir. And some arrived undercover from a museum warehouse outside of Washington, D.C. So you went to the Met Gala. Did you know that? Or gala or whatever? 
Nice to be represented in some form. Yeah. Other than a $5 bill used as a tip. <laughs> the people that show up at that thing don't look like they tip. It looks like they spent all their money on their costume. But that could, uh, you know. Who they knows? tip over. They tip o- yes, they do. They tip over. Yeah. Dressed like pianos mm-hmm. and candelabras. There's a lot of secrecy. It just re- the whole thing reminds me of the, uh, live, the live stage production of Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, t- the singing candelabra right, and all that kind right. of stuff. It's like, yeah. It doesn't seem like it'd be, I mean, then, then you go in and have cocktails and appetizers, you know, dressed as a, as a Grecian urn or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, what? I love your teapot dress. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, here we go. About getting this here. Yes, I, yes, I, absolutely. It, it came with an, you know, a police escort. And okay, so they have masks on, and I'm down with masks, mm-hmm. but... It's just an interview. It's a TV interview. Can't you just stand six feet apart and take the masks off? The British guy is better than the girl. The girl is super muscled. But whatever. Mm. Whatever. Um, You know, I guess you'd be out of the shot. It'd be complicated. It goes from a one camera to a two camera or a one camera with a lot of B-roll. And, you know, we just don't have time for that here at the Met. I'm sorry. I'm the curator of the every, everybody's old jacket. Quite rightly, you know, it's, 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 it's a treasured object. The treasured object is the coat. Now, she doesn't sound muffled now because she's doing a voiceover. She took off her thing, so. Okay. Sorry, getting caught in the weeds here. Apologies. That Abraham Lincoln was wearing on April 14th, 1865. Remember that day? 18, Live. 1865? It rings a bell. Yeah, I'll bet it, <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah, I'll bet it did. The night he was assassinated at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. We have George Washington's coat, and then we have Lincoln's great coat. Andrew Bolton is head curator of the Met's Costume Institute. It's slightly an out-of-body experience to... I got it. Mom, mom, dad, I got it. I'm a head curator of the Costume Institute. Hello. Oh, son, your journey is complete. (laughs) Lecturing us about Abraham Lincoln with a British accent. Realize that this was worn by President Lincoln and the circumstances in which it was worn. Circumstances. Circumstances. It was an assassination by a failed actor. John Wilkes Booth. Dismembers only, Jacob. Dismembers only? Did you just say that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> wow, good thing I have this ready, too. meaningful and very emotional i think the coat is part of the met's new exhibit in america an coats of dead people <laughs> coats of dead I mean, people yeah <laughs> this <would> be interesting <laughs> which illuminates Anthology the complex of history of our country through clothing sometimes the most can we just see that in a movie <laughs> this, I, i'm dying to show you that this is millard fillmore's <laughs> underpants vest <laughs> <laughs> Look, Grover, Cle- Grover Cleveland wore panties. Look at this. Look at how gigantic these are. They're so frilly yet so delicate. It's got a little pocket in it. What do you think that's for? Snuff? <laughs> a story is that untold. And the story is, for many people, um, will be an untold story. Untold and no, unseen TV. as well. 
Shortly after her husband's death, Mary Todd Lincoln gave it to their beloved doorman, Alphonse Dahl. She gave your coat to the doorman, bruh. What's up with that? What? Really? The doorman. What's up with that? The doorman. (laughs) Yeah, she gave it to the doorman. Well, because they wear coats, I guess, you know. Outside a bit, I guess. Bloody coat. He must have been swimming in that. He was a slight little fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, well, you know, bloody whose family kept it for over a century before bequeathing it to Ford's Theater in 1968. The coat created by Bequeath. Brooks Brothers for Lincoln's second. I've huh? been bequeathed. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, Open a me- window. That means. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I mean, he gave, you mean he gave it to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. But you bequeath it, I guess. It's, uh, that's museum talk. Mm-hmm. My uh, Disco Demolition helmet is on loan to the uh, Major League Baseball uh, Hall of Fame. I have not bequeathed it. They tried to get me to bequeath it, but I would not. Just a loan? A five-year uh, loan, yeah. When is that? It seems like it's been there for more than five years. I renewed it. Okay. Technically, I've bequeathed it, but... I was going to say third renewal is a bequeathment. Well, I think, yeah, it's like if you don't Legally. pick up your dry cleaning right. in mm-hmm. 60 days or something, then they can mm-hmm. sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it seems it's like that seems like a cool place for it to be. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure Brendan disagrees with that. Hasn't the game suffered enough lately? <laughs> I mean, it was a forfeiture. <laughs> That's right. Second inauguration has never before left the D.C. area and bring it to Ford's Theater in 1968. The coat created by Brooks Brothers for Lincoln's second inauguration has never before. Kudos to you, bro. Mm. Reelected, yes, yeah, my man, my man, and, and during the Civil War, country was in crisis. They wanted me to stay at the helm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good thing you did. Good thing you. How did. are you doing now? Any of that fine work unraveling well, to some a little degree? Bit, a little bit, but the good news is the aliens are on their way, so we doesn't really matter. Uh, I was last night. I was thinking about that. Yeah, you know, like what when the aliens make us their slaves? What you know? What would I prefer to do? What kind of role would you like to play? Yeah, I guess outdoor stuff. Do you see yourself in management? (laughs) No, not really. Not no. no, I don't think so. Just a mule doing stuff outdoors. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have Uh, we have selected outdoors for you. I like to. I wouldn't mind being outdoors. You know, mm -hmm. maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's landscaping some, or something. Okay, you feel they're coming here to colonize, or they're coming here to maybe there's some fantastic I, mineral that you know. Yeah, maybe there's something that they the need that we've well, been we've been overlooking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's going to be something like dirt, dirt or horse shit or something like that. that <laughs> yeah, or you our own like, poop. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> shovel that over there. You know, into no. this. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I yeah. think first they're going to humiliate us for a couple of decades. Mm-hmm. You know, just make us do, you know, like prank us. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you open a door and a bucket of alien slime will fall on you. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Left the D.C. area and is rarely shown to the public in order to protect its fragile nature. What's not on display. They're, bl- they're blowing it with little... Uh, those bulbs, you know, that shoot air, like mm-hmm. to clean a camera lens or something. They're just blowing that on your jacket. Do you, can you feel that? Yeah. 
Interesting. I won't swat it then, since it's uh, an, an annoying feeling and it's a delicate. Goal. Yeah, no, they're trying to. I'll they're just, trying to make it nice. I'll just lay back and enjoy it. Yeah. Why don't you? Play is an embroidered message. But the inside of the coat is, is very meaningful because it has the inscription "One Duck. Country, One Destiny." <laughs> <laughs> no, one people, one destiny. <laughs> Get Where out of here now. <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> well, it's for the inauguration, so, you know, one people, mm. one destiny. But, babe, where's my, uh, my second inaugural coat? Mm. Oh, Abe, you're not going to wear that again, are you? Huh? Have to always show off that you were reelected? Shut up, Mary! You crazy bitch! came from a speech from one of Lincoln's heroes. It's a coat is very meaningful because it has the inscription, One Country, One Destiny, which came from a speech from one of Lincoln's heroes. So it has this very personal message for Lincoln. And how- what? <laughs> when the guy from the museum is talking, <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> Sounds okay? like something You'd- Coach Taylor would say. One <laughs> <laughs> one, doesn't it? Yeah. I think that's who, that was your, wasn't that... Was that who you got it from, Coach Taylor? Yes. Friday night candles. <laughs> Friday night lanterns. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, they, they, the whole shoulder is missing because uh, people took it uh, the the bloody it's symbolic for a man who had to probably carry such a complicated inner life. Uh, absolutely, and it's obviously something he, that he spoke to Brooks Brothers about, and Brooks Brothers came up with the idea of the lining. Perhaps the most moving aspect of the coat is the part that's not there, the lining that was soaked in Lincoln's blood. The sleeve has been severed because of the lining that has been cut away for relics and sold as relics. So the sort of gruesomeness and the sadness and the pathos. Thank God we have him to explain how we should feel about stuff. Mm -hmm. Sadness, the pathos. It's a um, very important historical event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if you Americans <laughs> realize that Lincoln was, in fact, assassinated in a theater box with a gun to his head. I have been to, uh, Brendan, I'm sure you wish that you'd been assassinated at Tootsie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, pull me out of my Anybody from the Booth family here? <laughs> come get me. Come take me. I'm ready. Ready to go. So self-indulgent. <laughs> Tootsie. Tootsie. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, that, so your coat, the Brooks, we, Brooks Brothers, I don't know how we even got onto Brooks Brothers. I, I don't remember <laughs> how we got here. I love a good Brooks Brothers shirt. Classic yeah. Oxford. Yeah, I don't think oh, I've ever worn them. anything by Brooks Brothers. Yeah. I do like their shirts too. I, yeah. yeah, you should go there. Start shopping there. Yeah. Okay. Get that East Coast feeling. I'm, let's go and let's wild down to at the Brooks Brothers on on, on the Mag Mile. <laughs> All right, Before we wanna, go down and piss on the bean. I want to do some recon. Make sure they have my size. <laughs> Me too. Come back later. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm. I'm sure I've never worn anything by Brooks Brothers. But I'm I'm not opposed to it. I just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's. I bet let's you all go in together. Wh- let's get like a, a suit, like a, a a uniform suit, like a band, like a a, yeah, a band in gonna, the '60s. I was gonna say you probably, mm-hmm. as a young prep school snob, had br- we, like a we had a blazer with it. With it, did have a crest on it? Yeah. And yeah. what that was the what Jaramane's. 
a skateboard. <laughs> no, no, not a family mm, crest. The school. A flaming avocado. <laughs> the school. <laughs> the school crest, whatever that was. Gotcha. Flint tree. A whip. Yeah. A, a whip and a cast. Whip and a, and a microphone. Pedo unplugged. Latin teacher. Yeah. Pedo. Um, Flintridge Preparatory School for Boys. It's no longer that. Now it's just Flintridge Prep. And girls can go there. Which you know, uh, would have made it more fun for me. I'm not sure if this was a, just a, a, something that was only sent to me, but our subscriber of the day from the other day, mm-hmm. Amy Seahack. I, th- I think her brother confirmed to me that it was Chihack. Yeah. Or C- I, you know, or C- I don't know. Yeah. She sent a video right. on her Steve Dahl right, uh, historical <laughs> sites tour of your front of the front of your house. I know oh. she's standing in the driveway. It's amazing, and it, uh, something that in my imagining of it, in my visualization of of this sprawling house, uh, was something that uh, took me by surprise. Was the fence of bushes in the front? Oh, Is that yes. the way it's always been? Uh yes. We always have been very isolated uh, from the... Oh, my God. It made so much sense seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always um, been like that. Now, I'm sure if... Like, if if we we moved into that house, mm -hmm. Janet would cut down all of those bushes. uh Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, in fact, when we moved into our first house in Western Springs, I came home one day from work, and she had had all of the trees in front of the house removed so people could see right in. What's up, Mrs. T.? I'm used to I'm mis, I'm used to uh, uh, you know I, I grew up behind a wall of shrubbery so total uh, total uh, just a uh, an interesting revelation there to see that yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't tell there wasn't so much scenery from the other parts other houses but it didn't seem to be it did not seem to be a common theme amongst your neighbors no it's not <laughs> it's, it's 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 not man. It, and uh, it's Sea Hack is how you say it. Sea Hack. Sea Hack. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I think give, I'm going to give it one Rick's a- like project, like The Shining. Did he have a maze or something? No, it's just uh, there's there's giant oak trees in front, and then mm. there were there was shrubbery, and then I guess I don't I don't know why I really wasn't involved in the decision to to grow it up. And I so they it- they planted those, or they chose that house because of the isolation. I don't know. Um, I honestly, Darling, let's live here. No one <laughs> shall see in. <laughs> uh, it probably affected, you know, our lifestyle for sure. Mm-hmm. But because uh, yeah. that did seem to be party central from all of the neighbors and my parents. Your house. Yeah. And party I guess because it was pretty private. Yeah. But uh, I don't really know. I mean, I don't remember what it looked like when we moved in. So. Yeah, but the the bushes were. I believe they were there. I, it's possible the decision to grow them so that no one can see in. You know, they're like mm. twenty feet tall, thirty feet tall, whatever they are. Was yeah, that was a, a Roger thing. I don't that was know. Cr- it was it was really interesting. Or Carol, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, Amy was really plucky though. Or, yeah, she was because she got really close. <laughs> yes, she's on the apron of the driveway. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm surprised the guards didn't. Uh, they, uh, ha- they have a sign up. that says alarm, too. Yeah, there's yeah. an alarm sign right behind her. I think so that kept her from... <laughs> I said, she asked me if it was okay. I said, yeah, just don't, you know, don't, dis- don't disturb the tenants because everything's been going great with them. Yeah. So. yeah, I sold her a ticket. 
Uh, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Brendan at doll.com. Or no. just buy the book and you get a free yeah. ticket. <laughs> In California You're good. now, You're good. <laughs> you need to get permission to take anything down. So those like really overgrown trees in front of your house that drop chloroform or chlorophyll on the roof, you you have to get a permit to take anything down now because they, they're into, you know, they don't want the water table to change and they want the roots to absorb water that rolls down the mountain. But I know that one of the things your dad told me is that, that you can't, you have to apply to take anything down that you have. Mm. So those hedges may be part yeah, of... Yeah, might change your tax status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm so used to it. I don't even think about it. But, but she says in her, uh, in her, uh, she, she, in this, we made her a subscriber of the day. I think last week or this maybe earlier in the week. I can't remember. But she wrote in her follow up email. Thanks for making me subscriber of the day. People sent me Facebook messages that you'd read my email. If I knew. Excuse me. I knew if I did this, it would be a great bit. Just like touring Hollywood star homes. It made me laugh to see the carport where the yellow Mercedes sat. Allie and her husband. And this is Allie is a woman that uh, I guess they they rented a an Airbnb from. And mm-hmm. she lived she lives down at the end of the street. And I I don't know her. I don't and I don't believe I know her brother. But my the dad was. When I was out there and I was trying to get rid of Rick's stuff, my and I, I he had a, a storage locker and I was told that he had all kinds of priceless antiques in it, which, mm-hmm. like, okay. Probably means drugs. Well, no, he, he said, you should have Allie come take a look at it with you. And I'm like, who's Allie? Mm-hmm. Allie Cooper. Have you ever heard of Allie Cooper? Mm-hmm. School's yeah. out for summer? No more Mr. <laughs> nice Guy? <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, if I could just switch over for a second. Uh, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of negative press, uh, Johnny. Tell me about it. Depp. Although a lot of po- you know, people are... Un- There's a lot of people rallying behind me. Yeah, yeah. I did not know the... Tr- up- Sorry. Sorry. Uh, understanding what I've been up against. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I did not know the... Tr- I thought the trial was in L.A. It just seems like an L.A. trial, but it's in Virginia. Virginia, yes. Because the op-ed was in the, in the Washington Post, so... Yes, Yes. Yeah. And you wisely didn't sue them because they'd have real lawyers. Yes, probably. Yeah. 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 And also, I was corrected by uh, one of our fantastic subscribers, uh, Julie Crabtree, that you, uh, you can lead a witness during cross-examination. So, mm. just for what that's worth. You can't? You can. Because yesterday I was saying that... Can you make a drink, though? That... <laughs> No, that, no that, that, I was saying that uh, Amber's attorney wasn't objecting to your, to uh, C- Camille, Camilla. Cammy. Cammy. Uh, leading, leading her, but you can lead somebody uh, during cross-examination, apparently. Gotcha. And, you say uh, that once again, I was thinking of Cammy. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. cool. Understood. Um, so I just wanted to read this very quickly to you. Uh, Alice Cooper My man. has given an honest review vampire, of his ho- Hollywood vampire. <laughs> uh-uh. has given an honest review of his Hollywood vampires bandmate Johnny Depp's guitar skills. Here it comes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Props. S- speaking on the Mistress Carrie podcast, mm-hmm. 
Alice dark. Cooper. It's dark stuff. Yeah. Alice Cooper revealed whether Johnny Depp's guitar playing holds a candle to his acting. Dirty to his acting. I respect Johnny, of course. He's a great actor. He's really great. He's fun. I've seen all of his movies, but I see him as a guitar player, and he can play. Of course, this is Alice Cooper. I don't think he can play. But he knows a good guitar player, I guess, right? He certainly does. He just did an album. I'm filling in for him. (laughs) He he just did an album with Jeff Beck. Yes. I mean, anybody who thinks he's a movie star trying to be a rock star is totally wrong on that. It's a... uh, it's Depp and Beck. It's called Bep. <laughs> <laughs> or Deck. Maybe it'd be Deck. He continued, he's a much better rock star, and it's in him. He was a guitar player way before he was an actor. When you were 12, we learned. Yes, this is uh, my first love. First love. So when he steps on stage with Aerosmith guitarist and Hollywood Vampires bandmate Joe Perry, he can trade leads with Joe, and Joe says, yeah, he's good. That's right. Guys from Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. Joe Perry. Yeah. Guy with and first, I can two to- first names. I can to- <laughs> it's a good DJ name. Mm-hmm. And I can totally trust Johnny to take any lead up there, but like I said, we all respect each other so much that nobody would ever argue. It would just be so uncool to argue with the other. Yeah. No, I any yeah. lead. Name any a lead. lead. Yeah. Name one. Uh walk this way. <laughs> <laughs> Schools all lovers sounds on the mother catching fine up in the air. Seesaw lady was licking up the gravy, said I don't really care. Walk this way, walk this way. <laughs> nice, nice. Kudos, man. I won't clap for a sunset, but I'll clap for that. You're welcome. Nice. Excellent work. Excellent work. It's my first love. Understood. So back to Amy Seahack. Thanks. uh, So uh, uh, Allie and her husband totally knew Roger was a creeper. (laughs) Allie <laughs> cut loose with Rick Dahl being, always being a junkie. Uh, she got, <laughs> and this is my dad. Like, oh, she's an amazing woman. And she's an antiques dealer. And she could come in to praise everything in Rick's storage locker. As it turns out, he had a bunch of empty old suitcases and one of those giant uh, cable spools, you know, that mm-hmm. people make tables out of, you know. Uh-huh. And... That's, nothing. That's the estate of Rick yeah. Dahl. I mean, I called 1-800-GOT-JUNK. <laughs> and they were like, we don't usually take this kind of, I yeah. mean, yeah. this is even junky for us. Shouldn't you just call a, a refuse company? Mm-hmm. No, they refused me. Some of this stuff is flammable, you know. You might <laughs> want to consider that. Allie and her husband totally knew Roger was a creeper. <laughs> the whole neighborhood knew. <laughs> Allie, come on now. <laughs> come on. Jeez. Good thing I got out of there when I was, you know, basically 16, I guess. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Jesus. Yeah. A creeper. Uh, tell wow. us more about uh, Roger Dahl. Oh, total creeper. Total but he, creeper. But he kind of was. He was. He, he had a, he had a, uh, he had a. Pen pal in Japan. Uh-huh. That he met at the airport. That he airport. went to the airport. Yeah. Junko. Yeah. His pen pal Junko. And he went to Hawaii with two women. And uh-huh. then on the last day, 
the one that was sleeping on the pull-out couch asked if she could stay in the bed and he made a pillow wall between him, but I feel it was <laughs> cosmetic yeah. in nature. <laughs> I think he might have left a little wiggle room underneath the, one sure. of the pillows. Yeah. And there was a time when you were gone and I was home alone with him in Western Springs and he asked if I'd ever seen Deep Throat and asked <laughs> to watch it with me. Have you heard, ever heard of a ever heard of a blowjob? So I went upstairs, <laughs> and I me. locked the bedroom door, and I called you in California, and I said, "I can't believe you left me with this. What am I going to do?" And you said, "I wouldn't watch that with him." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was. I actually was at Disneyland when I know, you called me. I know. Oh my god! The people, you know, we were out there uh, signing up the LA affiliate for our a syndicated show, the Stephen Gary show. And uh, uh, I was, you know, at Disneyland, you know, fucked up at Disneyland. <laughs> Your dad. Is, and I, but didn't he also tell you that my mom didn't satisfy yes, him? And that he had so to. So he's basically hitting on Janet. He had to decide mm-hmm. whether he was going to just like end the marriage or just get a girlfriend, but he wasn't satisfied. But you want to watch Deep Throat? Yeah. Like, okay. I know, but it's, you know, like it, with the benefit of age, it just seems really sad. And he was, you know, kind of toxic and he'd been stripped of all his money because his business manager stole from him. And with Roger, money equaled value. And so, I mean, I, I have a long view of it now. When I was there, I was just horrified, but now I get it. And he got most of his money back and he was able to sort of knit his life together because we... Weren't you breastfeeding Patrick yes, at the time? Yes. Isn't that horrifying? Did you, you whip those babies out in front of them? Get not them, again. Get them all whipped Af- up? No, not after that. <laughs> I know, but before that. Whipped up. Stop it. Whipped out. Oh, I was very discreet. It was my first child. Mm-hmm. By the last one, I, I was not oh, as yeah, discreet. Oh, yeah, right in, the, in Tischler's Market, <laughs> you know, hanging, off, uh, hanging off like a puppy. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so uh, turns out that... Uh, uh, Allie is not, not keeping the family secret secret anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary because, you know, your mom, when she died, your mom had a endowment for the children's this catechism program at the church. And then your, your father carried that forward and he like handpicked the person that would run the it. The teacher. And, That's who he yeah. went to Hawaii with. Yeah, I know. And he was so, trying to develop a curriculum with her. Yeah, that, yeah, he na- was. A national. I said, Dad, it's, basically you're just pu- republishing the children's Bible. <laughs> no, it's different. But it adds a dimension to the creeper reputation, you know, when you're in there with the little kids teaching them about Jesus, and it's just creepy. Well, he was just, ski- he, I'm yeah, using I mean, skis a lot, but he was skiing on the teacher. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, and it's really, it's just, it's good that we had time to make peace, and he had time to rehabilitate. Yeah, just in the nick of time. Well, we have to send heavenly props to Rick for passing away, because if Rick had... If Rick had lived longer, he would have really toxified your dad and you never would have spoken to him. Uh, yeah, Rick definitely was, uh, it was in his best interest to keep, uh, keep me on the outside of things, for sure. But Amy probably could have stayed at the house with Rick. I mean, I'm sure he would have turned it into an Airbnb. <laughs> like you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have, actually, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but you can stay, you can stay for a year. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny that 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 Allie 
uh, who my dad spoke so highly of, uh, uh, you know, correctly identified him as. And Roger Dahl as <laughs> a creeper. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do this here. They had kind of a that girl or Mary Tyler Moore existence for a couple of street whores. I can also see it from the point of view of the masturbator. As you're welcoming a visitor into the bathroom stall, do you hold the door for them? And you're going to have to sit through a few political speeches. You cock. My name is Geek. Blue blockers. Why did I take this on? It was very vibrant. You call these glands? I'm addicted to this place, man. Angry coffee? He was edging himself. Somewhere between grumpy and pensive. It's bitches and kayaks for me. <laughs> if it's fucked up, it's probably my fault. <laughs> I'm stricken with fear. And then I try to be a smart ass. Plus, you've already determined that you're lazy. Maybe you don't understand the internet like I do. I'm excited to hear what you got. I think he speaks for all of us, Steve. I don't consider my day to be started until I've offended somebody. <laughs> the Dollcast. Steve, Doc, Brendan. Sure. Janet joining us today. Mm-hmm. Mike side. For your listening pleasure. Hi, Janet. Hello. Hi, Janet. Thanks to everybody for subscribing. We couldn't do it without you. We Well, there'd be no point in doing it, really. I mean, I suppose we could just put it out there on the internet. See, We'd be see. 90 minutes late for our other jobs. And yeah, yeah. Fired. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absolutely. Uh, also, thanks to our podcast partners, David Hochberg, Team Hochberg, 855-56-David, 56david.com. Don't forget, David's got that uh, very interesting radio show. On WGN Radio, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m., home sweet home Chicago. Also mortgages and, you know, refis and all all that kind of loan stuff that you might need. Mm-hmm. Foot First Podiatry, 847-352-9221, footfirst.com, Chicago, Oak Brook, Schaumburg. Fixing feet beautifully. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was yeah. A nice one. That, yeah, that's, yeah. That was like, let's get after I think that's the one. <laughs> I think that's good. Thank you, Mr. Greeley. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, you get back to your writing. All right. <laughs> the skankiness of tooth of girls of the two thousands. <laughs> it's a series. I know it's a series. All right. Also, uh, Walker Law Firm. Let me just read. I was telling you about that uh, that article in the Atlantic, which mm-hmm. I don't normally. It's not like I read the Atlantic, but. On Apple News, it gets pushed. We subscribe, though, honey. We do? We stop subscribing to things? I get it in paper. Oh, my God. She subscribes to like $20,000 worth of stuff. No, but... Eric Zorn has a, a thing that... He, uh, Eric Zorn? Picayune. Yeah. Yeah. What is that called? The Picayune. No, but what is that form of communication called? A stack or something? It's a sub-stack, I think, yeah. Sub-stack. I'm just kidding. You can subscribe to whatever you want. I'm good. I'm good with it. It's just that it's hard to remember all your logins when I have to <laughs> log in to read stuff. Uh, anyway, this is, uh, this, there's an ar- a really good article about why you want to do estate planning. The stakes can be surprisingly high. If you don't plan for your demise, you relinquish control of your last wishes to a rickety, decades-old bureaucratic process that will do it for you and may not include some of the people closest to you. For these cases, every U.S. state has laws that automatically designate their heirs, sometimes called 
intestate succession laws. These laws differ slightly, whatever. That seems bad, right? I read it. Yeah, some some states, like Texas in particular, goes backwards and not in a logical fashion yeah. at all. Yeah. Mm. So contact John Heggie, J-H-E-G-G-I-E, at WachnerLawFirm.com, W-O-C-H-N-E-R, LawFirm.com. Illinois has some fairly uh, complicated uh, probate law, so you're going to want to be tightened up. Uh, mm. And, you know, I'm sure if you don't live in Illinois, uh, I'm sure that the John can uh, send you in the right direction. Oh. And in fact, might be able to do. I don't. I don't know. Uh, you know. I, many times, attorneys are licensed in multiple states. So, talk to them and ask them, and uh, you know, yeah. Tell them we said hey. Mm-hmm. Roast to order. Roast two number two order dot shop. Roast two order. I, I lied. I said that we had enough coffee to get us through this trip, but we don't. And I'm back on regular oh. coffee. <laughs> and I. It's like. I mean, I'm not kidding. Janet was watching me drink it. It was like somebody was forcing me to drink a gallon of gasoline. Oh, boy. It's, uh, well, because we ran out, I got you double caffeinated because I, I thought, well, wait, if you're not I think gonna- that could be, you know, that's a, yes, maybe that's why my, the show's a little peppier than usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. he screamed when he was drinking it. You forget how, I mean, that's why we went through so much more coffee than you anticipated. Uh, I just had another sip of it. But the, I have to have double caffeinated because there's no point in drinking it right, otherwise. Right, right. Yeah, there's no pleasure. We- and, and, you know, I'm only, I only have to drink half as much. Has he screamed in his sleep lately? No, he oh, hasn't wow. screamed in his sleep too much. Or wet the bed. But then again, I'm usually asleep before he is. So <laughs> if he did scream, I might have slept through it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have. Just that one time when you fell off the bed. <laughs> I did, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I have woken myself, uh, awakened myself a couple of times right before I was going to wet the bed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thank you for that. Because I take a, this headache medicine sometimes, and it, it uh, I don't know what it does. I think it opens up all of your capillaries or something. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you, you know, one of the side effects is you have to pee a lot. And uh, I guess I've trained myself now in a dream. If I ever get to, if I'm ever in a dream peeing, and it feels really good to be peeing mm-hmm. in the dream, like, yeah. wake up, because you're starting mm-hmm. to wet the bed. And I had I, a dream the other night where I took a giant leak. I mean, yeah. multi-room leak. Did it leak. feel good? Did it feel good? <laughs> and uh, I think I was like, I was impressed. Like, whoa, look how much I can hold. <laughs> but you didn't wake What's the my bed? secret? No, I didn't. Did you wake up like right when it was happening? No. Wow. Just sprayed through it. <laughs> I, I was having trouble finding a suitable place. And when I found it, it was like a hole in the floor. Okay. In a wooden floor, and I just, I, I was like, oh my God, this feels so, and then I was like, shit, wake up, man, wake up. Wow. And already wow. my under my, my boxer shorts had a little pee stain on them. Yeah, I don't do that, because then well, I, I don't do it on purpose. The so comforter, like a, the mattress pad, the sheets. Was it like a, a glory hole for the lazy? <laughs> <laughs> it was just no, it was on like, the floor. <laughs> it was like a pee hole for, like, it was like a bar that was like a funky bar, you know, uh-huh. a dive bar or something. Yeah. It was where a toilet used to be, I think. Where's the toilet? Yeah, Over just there. peed out into the hole. Okay. I was like, oh, it feels so standing good. on it. <laughs> yeah, but I woke myself up. Because, yeah, because otherwise, uh, Jana calls, uh, you know, uh, service service masters or whatever <laughs> to come, you know, right. decontaminate the, uh, the bedding. So, mm-hmm. and right, you know, rightfully so. And I, I have do not, have all waterproof 
mattress pads. We don't, now. You know, I don't know what's. <laughs> this is not Janet behind the scenes. It was Steve than is dead. Bags. We can just, you know, <laughs> you you can you can uh, alley uh, alley super me. <laughs> He was just a cutting down the bushes. He yeah. was a leaker. It's just, just in case. Leaker. I don't want you to wreck the mattress. Well, I don't oh. do it on purpose. It's I don't like I make a, a choice of what the purpose. bed. It's purpose or not purpose. The, the cute thing is that you apologize, but I I would be the one that had to do all the linens. So well, I apologize for that extra work. Oh. Brendan got a great pun in there. No one heard it. I didn't hear it. I'm too busy trying to these control my wife. Have a, these headphones have a short. Brendan, hold on. Yes, Brendan. Oh, uh, what did I say? Oh, he's a leaker. Is that so, it? Maybe Allie was a leaker. So he's a leaker. Yeah, yeah. I forget how it was, but you said leaker, and that was very good. In terms of family secrets versus nighttime oh, urination. Uh, I'm just thinking this is going to make a terrible sequel to Inception, where you go... Uh, where you've trained your dreams to... <laughs> well, I've at least trained myself to wake up before I wet the bed. Yeah. yeah. I saw Sarah Silverman on... Uh, Seth Meyers, I guess, last night? I don't mm-hmm. know. I can't, I can't. I can't. And she, there, she's got a musical. Oh, yeah. About, uh, called Bedwetter. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. About her being a bedwetter when she was a, a kid. Cool. In nice. uh, in New, I think it's off Broadway for now, but uh, mm-hmm. she seemed pretty proud of it, and uh, uh, you know she's I think she's very talented, so I don't think she would be mm-hmm. proud of it if it wasn't good. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. The Bedwetter, it's called. Nice musical uh, musical comedy. So. Huh. It, good for her. Making a big splash on Broadway, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a pun. 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 Uh, in, in all seriousness, you didn't like Urine Town, right? The, that when you saw it, didn't you see it at Broadway in Chicago? You weren't a big fan? Uh, we were not a big fan, but I can't even remember it. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bunch of people dressed like Nazis with shields or something, right? Huh. I don't. Honest to God, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be more like our town or something, but it was it was <laughs> very weird. Did yeah. we see that in in London, or did we see that we saw Billy Elliot in London? Right. Loved it, just loved it. Mm-hmm. So inspirational. So Elton John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so magical and inspirational. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're in town was not. I wouldn't put that on a recommended list. It mm-hmm. was savagely adored. But we didn't. Yeah. I, I feel that, uh, you know, I used to, yeah, I don't know about, I don't, I don't really care what critics say anymore because now they have to, in order to get noticed, they have to be super critical of everything. So, um, so that must have been back before they had to be critical of things because anybody who saw that and liked it is full of shit. It got paid off to write that it was good. Is what I'm saying. Roast to order. Roast number two order dot shop. I know we do have uh, freshly roasted coffee winging its way towards our our uh, home in Western Springs because I, I, I got the uh, announcement from the Postal Service. I texted Mike Mascow today because uh, 
uh, Erlacher's son got an offer from University of Iowa to play football, and Mike's a Hawkeye. He's going around. Look, I see what he's doing, Doug. He's going around us. He's going to have his own <laughs> The Brendan Greeley Show, Author's Corner, brought to you by Foot First Podiatry. Got to have the side hustle. And by Roast to Order. And by Goose Island. <laughs> the official beer of the Brendan, Brendan Greeley's Book and Bicycle Club. Joe? What do we have on tap for today? <laughs> well, essay. And he'll just like, right. you know, he won't, like I never even existed. <laughs> Musical director Doug Julin. Hello, Doug, and the orchestra over there. Fabulous to be here today, Brenda. Fabulous. <laughs> Whipped up another theme for one of your concepts. So funny. So charmed. So thrilled. I have uh, this is uh, just I'm going to play this because I've had it open. It open forever. It's a uh, it's a video. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but it's Alvino Ray. It's uh, Al- who uh, had an or- he had an orchestra, mm-hmm. and he also was able to make his guitar his he could play the slide guitar and make it talk. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to play this. <laughs> well, I'm only going to play. I only. I kind of just want to play this beginning part because this is how I imagine. Uh, um. I, I, when I when I hear this, I imagine these guys from the fifties. I think mm-hmm. are talking about Expo seventy six. It's a uh, I should I guess, I guess I should and that's it's not that's not a negative thing that I said. There was a deafening silence there. So I, no, I'm just curious to see. I was curious. Yeah, uh, it's stage six, no admittance. Alvino Ray and his orchestra shooting. And this is going to be a, a guy, a writer, who walks up to the director in the director's chair, who is sitting next to the camera, which is on uh, rails, you know, and they're going to, they're going to, getting ready to film Alvino Ray and his orchestra. Okay. Right. How's it look, all right? Okay. Hello, Wally. How's it going? Mm, not so good. I've got an office full of blank sheets of paper that keep saying, write on me, brother, write on me. The only thing I've written so far is the title, Jam Session. And I didn't make that up. Maybe you better get yourself a collaborator, somebody who's familiar with this Hepcat stuff. Oh, Hepcat's a bit corny, Mr. Marley. They're called alligators now. Not according to my information. We're ready, Mr. Marley. All right. <laughs> the things that tickle you, you are, are so bizarre. Alligators, man. Alligators. <laughs> You cats are alligators. He made me watch this whole thing, and then he made me watch the orchestra part where there's some sort of a puppet doing some kind of singing. And it's so bizarre. It's like an acid dream, how I imagine an acid dream to be. And to look over and see his face contorted with pleasure, like he's leeringly grinning at this. It's like a a puppet. The puppet's singing that. It's a puppet that looks like a ukulele. <laughs> wow. And, it's psychedelic, and he, man. And he's doing this on a, on a lap steel. Well, not a lap, pedal steel. Mm-hmm. And he's not, it'll, it sounds like he's using, you know, like the thing that Joe uses and Peter Frampton uses. and The talk box there. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. Because um, he, he, I used to watch him on the King family show. He, w- he was their uncle. He would come on sometimes. And, Alvino Ray. Al- hello, Alvino. He can, make the, he can make his guitar say, hello, Alvino. 
You had the weirdest childhood, but you should send it to Doc next time. Well, that's time. because we were behind the bushes. We were <laughs> do anything we wanted back there. Next time, Doc takes a lot of cough syrup or something. He can watch it because it's yeah. it's an out of body. I said it to him already. Right. It's talking to me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you hepcats. They say this. I got five or six blank pages that just say it right on me, brother. That's Squaresville, man. We're alligators now. And like after he watched it, two hours later, he goes, all I have on the paper is jam session. Like completely out of context. Hours later, he's saying, all I have on the paper is jam session. That's not even original. He's, he's trading licks with the clarinetist. But wow, it, what a but showdown. The puppet is. Yeah, the but puppet. The puppet is. But uh, let me see if so, I can get to the part where the puppet talks. Okay. Clang, clang. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I went too far. his head like a dog well he later notes. he later went on to actually make it i mean hello alvino there's a <laughs> the puppet talks somewhere in here but it's it's like uh, please too long. don't yeah don't yeah i know i know i know i'm glad rosie had the, the there were no monitors here because those get, sounds would have hurt her ears dog, yeah. dog whistle uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i was getting way up there yeah um hello alvino there's uh another uh, like this was a thing that was happening in like in country music as well, mm-hmm. the talking pedal steel, mm-hmm. and um, really, it's, yeah, it's sort of hooked up. Uh, it is hooked up with a kind of a talk box, like a little driver speaker that feeds it into a plastic tube and stuff, and you shape it with your mouth. Oh, I'd like it's, to hear that. Got your Brandon, over. I've got, stop I've, it! I've got it. I've got it. Mr. Julian sent it over, but but I have to say, and ready guitar center manager category uh, character, please. Can you imagine two guys get swapping off the pedal steel, swapping, swapping, just showing YouTube videos to each other at the counter. <laughs> Have you seen this Pete Drake video? Oh, check it's it out. Way, it, way better. Think, yeah. Yeah, but 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 Alvino didn't use the talk box, man. Oh. Hello, Alvino. <laughs> All right, this is Pete Drake on the pedal steel from the 60s. His name is Pete Drake. He got I said the brilliant that. idea just... one time to make a steel guitar talk, and he actually does it right now with a beautiful song, Forever. Pete Drake. <laughs> Should be talking this up right now. Sure, sure. <laughs> talking. Still be plenty of room. Pete Drake, lay it on me, Pedro. Right now. Or in just a minute or two. <laughs> Whatever you feel like. The guitar is going to do the talking in a minute. I hope so. I hope somebody does so I can stop talking. 
I think it's going to happen right about now. feel you gotta send that to drake drake do you feel but he could re- but he could make something out of that yeah so but he's using uh he's using the you know i've got to say there's no way alvino race doing that without no he is he did not have that the benefit of it are you just seeing the puppets mouth moving no you, you see him alvino's off screen no he's on screen hello alvino now maybe he's got a wah-wah pedal Yes, he does have a Wawa pedal. He's using okay. that for sure. Okay, um, but but here's here's the thing that this is uh, this is now that I see Pete Drake in the '60s using the talk box. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a when I was a young man in you black, were a, you you were a ventriloquist too, right? For a little while. <laughs> That's right, brother. That's correct. to my friend. Weave, my friend. Weave. Hi, Weave. Hi, Weave. Hi, Steve. How are you? Yeah. Um, Long before puppetry of the penis yeah, on Broadway. I, yeah. I, mine doesn't, I can't get mine to stretch out, you know. <laughs> it, it's a, it, only, that would be more of a, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, when they do magic uh, right, <laughs> right in front of you. It wouldn't be, uh-huh. it wouldn't be a honest. disappearing act. Oh, you know, get out. Just go away. You can't set her up like that, Steve. <laughs> I know. I sh- as I was doing it, she's looking at me like, seriously? Is this where you want to go with this? <laughs> so we used to rent, um, you know, you rent PA systems back in the day. Mm-hmm. You, would, you know, if you were playing a high school dance or something, high schools didn't have, like, you know, a PA system, right? And we used to rent uh, a PA system from this guy who, who uh, ran this music store, local music store. And his name was Lori. And he claimed that he invented the, the uh, talk box. And we always believed him, but we always wondered why if he invented that, he was still just working at this like, yeah. you know, 300 square foot music store. Mm-hmm. And, but it turns out he didn't, obviously, because th- yeah. that was in the 70s. <laughs> so it, it was already invented in the 60s. So. He just lied. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to lie about. Yet, on the other hand, uh, you know, before Google and all that, yeah, yeah, no proof. Yeah, and so to pick when, you, so you could, if something that obscure, you would assume would be true because you could lie about so many things. <laughs> yeah, no, those I, were the days. Yeah, yeah. So he, but uh, so we, and we believed it. But well, we, you know. And he had one, and he would say that that was the one that, you know, the prototype or whatever. And like, oh, cool. Uh-huh. And then we would, we would wonder, like, when we got it, we'd like, why is he just in here still? Because that's, I guess they don't sell that many of them. And really, I mean, Joe Walsh and Peter Frampton, the only two I can think of off the top of my head, I guess in Bon Jovi. You guys use one, right? Oh, man, yeah. I should use that now. My voice is just, just having some struggles on this tour. I should just voice box the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Sambuca was using it, right? Yeah. Sambora, I think his name was. Oh, I thought it was Sambuca. Mm-hmm. God's dead to me, man. I know. I know. Come on, man. Life's too short, right? Get a nice bottle of Hampton water. I think it's Life's Been Good. There's a song that uses that. Not Life's Too Short. 
Yeah. Actually, yesterday, when I went in, I, so I'm a lot- Hampton allowed, Water, thanks for the plug, man. Me and Jesse are running around the world with Hampton Water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say, hi to, uh, say hi to Jesse for me. Yeah. That fat little kid of yours. He's at the Golden Corral right fat. now. <laughs> that little fat fuck. Tell him I said He's up. chubby. When I was in the, uh, went into the, to buy the hat, you know, for downstairs for Gene and to get some more bullets, as I call them, golf balls. Um, Be careful when you talk about bullets these days. You might get on a list, you know. Well, at the airport or something, yeah, but it was a, in a golf shop. I, was, <laughs> I said, as I told you, I told him to, asked him to put the hat in a bag and he said, you want the, the, you want, want the balls in a bag too? I said, no, I'm going to eat those in the car. <laughs> You know, you're, and he's like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Your Florida humor is not landing. It's landing with a thud. I don't care anymore. That's a good one. Though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it works most of the time. People oh, will say, do you need car. a bag for that? Or whatever. Wow. And I just, whatever it is, I go, no, I'm going to eat it in the car. And people, <laughs> usually they'll, you know, I'll get a chuckle. Uh-huh. This guy was very disconnected, but I think that they were doing a big, in, a major inventory because the two ladies that run the shop were in there. So it mm. looked like it was a, you know, a tense time. Uh, but when I and then I went into the bathroom there because uh, I I had to pee. Well, that's one reason. Okay. And then also, uh, you know, in uh, uh, in fa- in country club in fancy country clubs, they always or at golf courses, I guess they usually have uh, SP, you know, like uh, sunscreen in the bathrooms for you to put on. Uh-huh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't want to show off or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt like I needed some sunscreen yesterday because it was really hot and, you know, like cloudless sky. So I put some sunscreen on. And on the, on the, uh, uh, on the speakers, that, like the play throughout the entire golf shop and, uh, you know, the, the whole cart area and the driving range and all that. Mm-hmm. My man Joe came on with Life's Been Good. Ah, yeah. Nice. And nice I thought to, to myself, because I always get a little intimidated going into those places because I'm not very good. And quite frankly, I'm not a golf member there. So I, I don't really belong. They'd mm. let you golf when it's 100 degrees out <laughs> and you might die of a stroke. Yeah. Um, but I thought to myself, wait a minute. For, well, first off, life has been good. Here I am. And uh, number two, I know Joe Walsh. I don't, you know, right? I, I can go out there and say I'm going to eat it in the car if I want. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if they like me or not. Yeah, but it's just kind of cool, you know. It's cool, man. And then I thought I was going to. I thought I should text him and tell him that I heard it. But then he, his songs played all over the world all the time. You know, his songs are played all over the world all the time. So it's probably not. It wouldn't be like, oh, cool, you heard it in Florida. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Wow! Right. Neat. <laughs> like every minute of the day, somewhere, yeah. But one of the songs that, is probably playing. But it's not that it was playing in Florida. It's that it created a meditation for you mm-hmm. of appreciation, which is yeah. a good thing. I mean, it's Definitely. nice to know that your songs don't just land on the ears, but they land in the heart, and that one landed in your heart. Yes, it did. Nice. It set me off. Uh, you know, it set, set me out there with a, a good attitude. That's nice. Yeah, and so, also something that I learned from Nick Saban on the Golf Channel. <laughs> 
Okay. That you, you can't worry about, you know, the last hole or the last shot. You can only, it's like next play. You just worry about the next shot. And so are you extending that past golf to life or are you just thinking about golf? Because if you're thinking about golf, it's lame. If you're thinking about life, then that's good. I'm thinking about my what? next wife right now. Is that <laughs> good Nick's, or bad? Is Nick Saban a great golfer? I wouldn't think he had time for golf. Uh, no, but it was some sort of SEC uh, golf tournament or something. Oh, gotcha. It was like a, it was, you know, just some pre-recorded see, show on the golf channel. You see him complaining that uh, Texas A&M is, is using NILs to recruit players. He, he's complaining about unfair recruiting practices. It's interesting. Oh, because the uh, name and likeness thing? Uh-huh. Huh. I did not know that, but uh, I did not see that, but... Uh, that is a big thing now. That's going to be a game changer. It's going to make people want to go to schools that support you and help you or where you have an audience. Sure. sure. Like, who's that? John Daly? His kid signed an NIL. He, he's had that so one. What, now, that's a name and likeness. Yeah, you get to license. Make, yeah, the, the, the school grants you so that you can you can sell your name and likeness to various sponsors, right? Yeah, but it, but John Daly's kid signed one, and he's not really a like he's not a tried and true golf pro yet, but he signed one wherever he goes to college. Well, might as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that set, that that put me out there in in a good mood, and uh, you know I had fun. I mean, I you know. I still got a long ways to go, but I, I actually played 18 holes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, it's cute because he calls me at about, well, he called me. Well, I said me, I was going to play nine. Yeah, to tell me that he's still upstanding. And yesterday he took a cooler, which was good. So, so he had some cold water <laughs> with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I took a cooler and I went to the gas station and I bought Gator Light. I think it's like their version of Pedialyte. Okay. Um, it tastes like Pedialyte and mm-hmm. it's only 60 calories for a, a big, you know, bottle of it. And I put that yeah. in the cooler. All right. Yeah. So it was like, cool. Cause then I didn't have to worry about him dying and it's so empty down mm. here. And there are so few people golfing that I think if he fell asleep on the golf course or if he, mm. you know, fainted or something, only an alligator would find him. Yeah. And then. You'd have to drive back to Chicago with just half of, just with whatever's left of him. Right. <laughs> in a bag. In the cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's that's correct, you know. I was a wellness check and I appreciate it. Probably yeah. a shorter ambulance waiting time though. This might be a positive. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well things are a lot yeah, there's not fewer people dropping dead down. Over. Well yeah. p- things are dead down here. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm looking for something. Uh-oh. Janet, I was thinking of yesterday I was making paella and uh paella. I was <laughs> in one of those giant <laughs> you have bowl, like bowl, ever- pans? Uh, in a big, see now there's a, a twist to red it. copper wanna, pot. Okay, and and what are well, the ingredients? Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure what what's the, in and paella. substitutions. Oh, well, there's rice, <laughs> there's shrimp, there's no. chicken, there's beef, right? Oxtail. It's mostly seafood, right? I didn't, I didn't use any of that. I just right, was so. whatever I thought paella might have been. I just chopped up. I just it's chopped rice, up. A, it's like rice and seafood. Oh, what did I, you I, think I, it was? Well, I just used. 
Hold I on, we, I want to get our our notepads out for the recipe. I chopped up dozens of vegetables: cucumbers, tomatoes, onions, potatoes, tomatoes. You sure, it's uh, not a ratatouille. Peas. I don't think potatoes. Yeah, ratatouille. Are a it sounds much more like a ratatouille. Are potatoes peas. a vegetable? <laughs> no. Just look for know. what you're looking for. We'll handle this. Okay. I, I found it. It's, it's <laughs> Irish, Irish paella. All right, Irish paella. All right. Potatoes. Rice, and, uh, rice and potatoes, and then I put potato chunks on the rice potatoes, and it's and I, a, toma- a tomato sauce. Oh, Was there rice so involved? I, Yellow rice? Uh, I didn't use any rice. <laughs> I feel... I feel okay. I th- any I browned, apologies to any of our Spanish listeners. <laughs> oh, I browned some. I browned some turkey, some ground yeah, turkey. None of these things I, go in paella. <laughs> and then I just put all the vegetables in. I was chopping so many vegetables, and then I I. Were you I chopping some, broccoli? I, then I put some chopping red. Broccoli. I I put some Hunt's red sauce in there, like uh, ketchup. You mean ketchup? Tomato in other sauce. Words? No, no, they're tomato. They're pa- spaghetti paste? sauce. Paste or sauce? A sp- actual spaghetti sauce? Yes. Yeah, spaghetti. What, I'm sorry. Canned. I thought you spoke Italian. I guess you don't. <laughs> a canned uh, pasta sauce. Spaghetti. And, uh, and uh, then I then I put all the vegetables in there. I let it simmer for a little bit, and I started eating it. And I realized like you made a really bad turkey pasta primavera. Well, what, what did you was, put it yeah. on? Spaghetti? No, I just ate it as a butter. Everything bagel. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I started to realize after I had a few bites, like I forgot to. I'm I'm lucky I'm not cramping today because I forgot to cook the potatoes properly. Like <laughs> cramping. Well, you get cramp real bad if you eat raw potatoes. You do, right? I, you, I, you're Irish. I'm sure you would know. I've never you, eaten you, raw you potatoes. Guys, you, you, Tried eating a potato like an apple once? <laughs> Son, when you're making your paella, make sure that you cook the potatoes. You'll be right. cramping all day. I wish my great-great-grandfather was in a little thought bubble above my head mm-hmm. last night when I was making it. I just had a... I completely That's not paella. I completely forgot to cook what? the potatoes. It, it would send your potassium off, I'm sure, to try and digest a raw potato, but that sounds like a horrible meal, Brendan, and I think you need to get a cookbook. <laughs> What 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 made you think you should classify it as a paella? Exactly, it just seemed like question. a paella. There are so many things. In you don't it. know what a paella is, though. I, apparently. I guess Be- not. Before I, this, you could not <laughs> name an approximation of a paella. I know we've the, been the, to the, resorts where they've ha- we've had paella. Like you cook on, it in, yeah. in a pot the size of a garbage can. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant pot, and they, it's, it's an all-day thing. Yeah. 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 And mussels and clams right. and shrimp. shrimp and Usually some sausage and. Yeah, it just seemed like if it was just something with a lot of ingredients, that's a paella. My mom used to call that must-go, and she'd say, we're having must-go for dinner, and that that meant everything that was left in the refrigerator. And that's must-go without the T? Must-go. No, no, I thought it was must-go. I always thought it was must-go, like M-U-S. No, it's must-go. Must-go. But she she said it with flair, and so that just meant anything in the refrigerator was either repurposed or served in bites, and we would... Clean the refrigerator. She could have called it paella. You guys yeah. thought you were on a Spanish <laughs> adventure. <laughs> late, yeah, branding. It's like Branzino. Uh-huh. Okay, so late, if I may, just share with uh, with this with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, late in the round, uh, this, this uh, I I put at some point I put my earbuds in, and I was just I was digging my, one of you know, my playlist on uh, on my phone, mm-hmm. 
because uh, it's you know I'm by myself, so I might as well I might as well enjoy some sweet rock music, and uh, and th- and this came on, and uh, uh, I'll just. Now that's the real Don Steele, who I grew up listening to, and I just I had I'd already been set in the in the right direction by Mr. Walsh, and I I just got I just gave myself goosebumps like on the 17th fairway or something. No, I was at the on the green, I guess. And I mean, I actually had a cup. I had one birdie yesterday, an actual birdie. Hey, but congrats! I grew up listening to the real Don Steele. He was like one of my idols, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for the first time ever, I think, I realized that I'd actually achieved what I set out to do. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because when you're doing it, you know, I mean, you never, you can't necessarily enjoy it. You don't always look up for the l- larger view. Yeah. You're just in the thick of it. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Look it was me. great to hear the real Don Steele who ended his show every day with Tina Delgado is alive, alive. And she was a girl that was struck by a train because she was listening to her uh, transistor radio with, a, with the earpiece in. So he made a sick joke like this? <laughs> yeah. And this is no your idol. No liked him. Well, yeah. well, I mean, this, but it was, you know, it was a, it was a, a formative. rock statement. It was formative. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that, uh, it was that cool to hear the cool real Don Steele. Yeah. But then, um, uh, there's some there's some awesome uh Let it roll. All right. All right. Yeah. There's some awesome scat singing here in this one. The lizard king poet. Dog taking notes. <laughs> I don't even, le- I don't need even to learn the lyrics. I can just scat. I have to go, honey. I, I'm sorry. I have a call. Oh. Well, you want to do Ask Janet tomorrow? Yes. Because we're recording tomorrow's show today. Yeah. Because tomorrow, Janet has me uh, penciled in as... Slave. Uh, it's be good practice for my alien slave days when they get here. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, have to, I just have to go because I have to change my phone to airplane solo because our signal's not good enough. Right. And I won't she hear it. She has an it. important police department call. Yeah. Oh. I guess they're finally going to apprehend, now, now we, before he moves, they're going to apprehend Brendan. He's got some outstanding warrants <laughs> in the springs <laughs> that he's been dodging for decades. That's right. So, <laughs> they'll find you. They always just, do. You know, prepare yourself. You know, pack a toothbrush. Because uh-huh. I don't think you want to use the, pr- anyway, just a little bit. So you'll come back for tomorrow, which is really just going to be today, later today? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Because do, we do have some emails for you. I don't know. I was really getting off on it. It was like, I've heard this song a million times, this version of it from Live at the Hollywood Bowl in 1968. But uh, it's just like, my man is just tripping. Yeah. Cone, cone, chitty, cone, cone, cone. He's on a roll. Lizard King. (laughs) 
Yep. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, but I want to play you this end part because it's awesome. Hold on, hold on. A Listen, 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 man. Listen, man. I don't know how many of you people believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right, baby. I, I am a Sagittarius. The most philosophical of all the signs. Can you hear that girl? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, paint it black. Paint it black, you devil. She wants to get backstage. Oh, yeah. I bet she did. I bet she did. But anyway, I don't believe in it. I don't either. She's I think it's a bunch of bullshit myself. But you just said you were a Sagittarius, t- the most philosophical sign. Whatever. Tell you this, man. I tell you this. I don't know what's going to happen, man. But I want to have my kicks before the whole shithouse goes up in flames. All right. Uh, all right. So then it goes into my on the playlist, Constant Craving. That my, oh, Constant Katie Craving. Lang. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a great album. Uh, the Katie Lang? That, what, what's the, that album? Yeah, that Katie Ingenue? Lang album. Ingenue. Ingenue. Great album. Hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was an, uh, that was, those were the musical bookends of my day. Wow. Cool. But a con con kid, a chat, a con con. Yeah, you know, the, the, the other doors are like, what, what are you doing, man? Come on, Jim. Can you wrap this up. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Sagittarius, the most philosophical of the signs, but I don't believe in that bullshit. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Why'd you bring it up then? I don't know. Because I want to have, have my fun before this shit house blows up. <laughs> okay. Or whatever, whatever he said. I want to get my kicks before yeah. the whole shit house goes up in flames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you? When is the Pete Townsend's birthday show? That's oh, tonight, man. Tonight. Tonight at Hey Nani. Hey Nani. All right. Yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday. Uh, yeah. I, I, the Pete's on my uh, on my on my playlist. What's he? What song? Uh, there were there were a couple of them. Uh, um, uh, uh, Pure and Easy. Oh, nice. Right? The solo version. Solo of version. Yeah. yeah. Good. And uh, slit skirts. Oh wow, a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just thirty-four years old. Yeah, and I was still wandering in a haze. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Isn't that, that from? One. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, that's from all the best cowboys they have Chinese eyes. One yeah, of the most which curiously you can't, titled albums. Which you can't say now. I mean, no. You, you know, you could. I mean, you can, but you get in trouble for it. Yeah. It's amazing how many of the songs, the classic rock songs, have stuff in them. Uh, Can't I was say it now. Yeah, I was listening to a Beatles song. Um, uh, Run for your life. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If I catch you with another man, that's the end. Uh, a little yeah. girl. Bow, bow, bow. I'd rather see you dead, little girl. Than yeah. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. that, Brendan? The Beatles. This was so unwoke. I forget what it was, but it was uh, the Bob. Uh, 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 I used to be bad, me bad. My school. oh, I used to be me, cruel to my woman. I beat her and yeah. kept her apart from the things. I, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, but it's getting better. So that's yeah. Okay, that's the note. All right, cool. That's great to know. You're beating her less. Let's say. 
<laughs> all the time, getting better all the time, getting yeah. so much better all it's, the time. It's a work in progress, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, I beat it like they sing it so jauntily. Yeah. I beat her and kept her. Come on, you're we're the all just digging Beatles. it through the AM rec- through yeah. our AM radio. Yeah, right on. Sounds, sounds good, lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've George beat my wife a bit too, boys. Who does it? Time for tea. <laughs> for Brady's Flowers, FAB, oh, roast to order, roast to order, not shop, 10% discount if you use promo code Stever. For Brady's Flowers, FABflowers.com. 888-885-2000, promo code Stever saves you 10%. Goose Island beer. Drink it. Enjoy it. The beer, the, uh, the, the cart lady, uh, normally I'll get a Coca-Cola from her. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, because I had my my Gator Light, uh, I, I I told her I, I didn't need anything, but I, and I was getting cups of water from the bathroom. They, they they have like bathrooms and water and ice stations, you know, scattered throughout the the mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, did she, she sell you a diaper? <laughs> well, you know what? The water tastes really bad. Yeah, it, golf water. Well, it it, all, it tastes sort of like it came from the toilet. Uh-huh. And it made my stomach upset. Ooh. And I'm th- I think, remember that day when I met Jenna for dinner and I got all mm-hmm. ugh, sideways? I think, th- and, and when I've gone out with the, the Spangles, Keith, my man Keith, always has this some sort of a, a powder that he puts in the water. He says, oh, it makes wow. it taste better. And I was like, oh, it's just water. But then yesterday, I re- it sort of tastes like recycled sewage water. Mm. Jesus. But it Alex might, it, Jones is right. But it might just be Florida, you know. Swamp water. But there yeah. are places on the course where it says like you know like waste area, and there are they use they do use recycled water to to uh, wa- to water the mm-hmm. golf course and stuff. So sure. So I, I I made a note, a mental note. Get also get some bottles of water next time. Yeah. Or get some from could, the lady in the cart. You could buy her a beer. You could buy her a goose. Uh sure. Or give her a goose, you know. All right, mm-hmm. no. But uh, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't. She, she didn't. She seemed okay with it. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she doesn't care. Yeah. Well, I think it, she cares, but uh, you know, it was actually right before I started, and I, I was too concerned about you know starting. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, the Pete Townsend show. It's his birthday today. Um. Right. I, yes. At uh, uh, Hey Nani, and now the second show. Are there still tickets available for that one? Yeah, that's uh, that's got a few seats uh, available, and okay. I, would, I think the 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 first show, the seven a, seven p.m. show, probably pretty close to getting sold out. Although I think there's some general admission tickets. GA, GA, as we call them in the biz. Yeah. Um, there's some nice table seats that's still available on the on the floor there at uh, for this for the nine p.m. show. And uh, yeah. anyone wants to come up, Brendan, you're more than welcome to be there if you want. Awesome. Awesome. What, we'll just do a walkthrough? Yeah. yeah, yeah right blue in. eyes, that was a good one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what it's like. Am yeah, I right? Boy. Hit me close, man. Yeah. Nice going. <laughs> I was so, I was pretty choked up. I had to step out early. <laughs> Thanks. Too fucking real, man. Normally yeah, we, you're... <laughs> yeah. Yep. We, uh, uh, what I wanted to talk with Janet about, this is us, but we can do that on tomorrow's show. Um, yep. 
Speaking of choked up, because we did watch that last night. Uh, so, well, good uh, good luck with that. And uh, how, how like how how many tunes do you guys do? You uh, do you just great. know them by heart, or do you have to rehearse them? Or, or? we've uh, we've yeah, I don't know how many we've got fifteen or something like yeah. that. We yeah we we might. Um, yeah, I think we've. I think we have a, a a lot prepared, and there's stuff that we could do without rehearsal, if the spontaneity, so you know, dictates. Mm-hmm. I could yell the, out. Well, I you could guys yell out a song. Yeah, like what? What would you yell out there before? Before us, a spider. No, Boris that's not a Pete spider. Townsend song. Nice. <laughs> what did you say, Brendan? I just repeated what you just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Echoing. Um, echo, <laughs> echo, 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 echo. Uh, well, you guys have done it before, right? So it's, we have, yeah. yeah. It's uh, cool. Yeah, we've done it a bunch of times. What, if what will you start with? Do you know yet? I don't know. I don't think like we've been practicing things in a certain order, and I just don't know if that's going to be the final list. You know, I, uh-huh. I, uh, we might go with. Some, I don't know. That's a great question. How, what's the what's the deepest cut that you guys will probably do? Town, Pete Townsend cut. Well, um, we might. What we're gonna do is uh, there's a few of them. I, I would say one. There's a, a song, an album they did called "The Who by Numbers," which is not like one of their big sellers, but it has the song "Squeeze Box" on it, and that's oh, kind yeah. of a lesser Who tune in people's opinions. But I it's like got that some really, song. Do you? Okay, it's peppy. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's got a sexual nature to it. it. No. That's another one. All right. Uh, There's a song called Imagine a Man, which is, I guess the Who have started doing it, but it's a really good tune, and it's a great album. If you haven't listened to the Who by Numbers. I have not. I think you should check it out. It's a real, it's a real, like, there's no, it's kind of raw. Um, There's no, like, synthesizers or album concepts or anything like that. It's just kind of a... Pete, uh, feeling a little, little uh, bogged down by, by life and business, and uh, approaching his thirtieth birthday, I think. Hmm. It's, uh, I'll check it out. Check it out. Um. So there, yeah. So there, I think that that's one of them. I think we're and we're gonna we learned a song for by uh, Simon Townsend uh, because Pete produced his first record. And gotcha. So kind of and you haven't you cup in that way. you've opened for him, right? I have. Yeah. I think two times, maybe at least once. Yeah, that's yeah. been that was pretty cool. Cool. Well, I. Uh, I uh, Anyone who can't make luck. the show, thank you. Anyone who can't make the show, I encourage them to come see Expo seventy six Friday night. See, this is a big rock weekend for me. Mm. I'm fully on Friday night at the venue in Aurora. Expo 76 with special guest Robert Cornelius. 8 p.m. show. And remember, um, they're not hepcats. They're, they're alligators. alligators. Yeah, man. They're alligators. Please come out. Please come out. And, and as I say, and mean, and make good on. Free, free hugs. hugs. Yep. Brendan, would you be, as you're walking through, what, what, Why what are you going to do? Why don't you just hug him when you walk through? High five or hugs? What, what, uh, what's your approach going to be as you show up tonight for both shows? Is, and our is the hug like we will I go underneath the guitar in the strap? No, no, you I also hug hugging you. listeners. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. I'll, oh, I'm, I, I'm based on hugs. what I've read in that book of his, I don't think we want him touching <laughs> listeners. I think we're we're open for some kind of litigation. Oh, yeah, you should talk. <laughs> Correct, you're right. Um, 
All right. Well, cool. Well, that uh, have uh, that's a, that's a you got a lot going on, man. I do. Yeah. And then slugs practice on Saturday. Shapers. Come on, man. What's going on? My fingers. What does he say? I've got blisters on. I've got my blisters f- on my fingers. Yeah, when I was, I was like getting better, I'm like, oh, getting better. I love this song. And then it was like, <laughs> you beat my wife. Did he just say I beat her? <laughs> and or sing his it? woman, I guess. Yeah. 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 Kept her up. Like, okay, so beat her and held her hostage. Yeah. yeah Denied her, her any sort of enjoyment. Because <laughs> uh, I'm I- a fucking beetle. That's why. <laughs> Fabrini's Flowers. Dave Hall, the Hullabalooer. Uh, another guy I grew up listening to. Uh, he was the, in, as I believe they had in Chicago, there was like a Rolling Stones DJ and there was a Beatles DJ. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I feel that uh, Dick Biondi was the Beatles DJ and Clark Weber was the Rolling Stones DJ, but I'm not sure. But in LA, uh, Dave Hall was the, uh, the Beatles DJ. And I forget, oh. I don't know who the Rolling Stones DJ was. He might've been the real Don Steele. I can't remember. But, um... Usually at each station there was one, so they did, they never worked at the same station. Anyway, uh, he Dave Hall was invited to the go, to go to the Bahamas and be around and and record interviews with the Beatles for the making of uh, Help. Uh huh. And he told me that it was the the most amazing, like. This is, a, this is a, a quote that I, you know, it's probably politically incorrect or not woke or whatever, but he said girls would just line up in the hallway of the hotel yeah, and wait for their chance to fuck the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. He said it was the most amazing thing he's ever seen. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all. So. Wow. I feel, uh, yeah. Yeah. What for? What you know? I don't even know for what that's worth. But that's that's what they got around those Beatles. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, Goose Island beer. They must have been smart about condoms and stuff too, because otherwise there'd be a billion Beatles children running around the world. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, yeah, somebody must have been uh, Brian Epstein or somebody was like. uh, Right. It was a chance for him to see their dicks. Anyway. Let's figure out what size you are, Paul. Okay, we'll give you one of these. Let's just wrap, put, wrap it nicely. And yeah, all right, you're good you to could, go, John. The rest of you could leave John and I alone for a minute. <laughs> he loved John. Yeah. Yeah. Who did, I mean, who didn't? Well, you know, Mark David Chapman. Uh, Fabrini's Flowers, 888 I can't remember where I left off here. 888-885-2000, promo code Steve, or saves you 10%. Goose Island Beer. Promo code Steve receives you ten percent at roast to order too. Uh, Goose Island beer, it is uh, it's the beer, the official beer of the Dollcast. So get some and drink some today. It is time now for the Dollcast subscriber of the day. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today the slime ball spotlight shines on you. Hi, Stever, Dogger, Brender. Hey. Wanted to offer up my bona fides to be an SOTD. I've been listening since your second day at DAI in 1978. Your first day was a school day. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my first day was uh, George Washington's birthday. So you might have just not known. 
they 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 wanted me to be on on a day where nobody would be listening. Nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart move. Yeah, you were listening though. Sure was. I was a senior in high school. Sorry for being a dude. That's all right. I've been a listener and fan ever since. I've you know because I, I like it when I you know when I got him in if if I had if I got you in high school you know got you when for I send life. out when I send out the signal the secret mm-hmm. signal yep you'll all come yep I, and by that I mean respond I've been a listener and fan ever since I've called into your radio shows occasionally notably once to inform you and Gary that Joey Dioria had had a heart attack at the Bozo show. <laughs> I what do, was your I, fun take on that? I know. <laughs> I think I just... No one took him seriously. <laughs> oh, Joey, come on now. This is serious. You're not even in costume. <laughs> no, I'm not going to touch your... I'm not going to feel feel your pulse. You probably got a joy buzzer on, man. I'm right, not I don't want to get squirted with a flower. <laughs> yeah, no way, man. I'm not doing, I'm not doing CPR on you. Yeah. Plus, if you did see, if you see, mouth to mouth, then you'd get clown makeup all over your face. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that, actually. Uh, and wants to hook you up to a website where you could perform a virtual total knee procedure the day before Wendy Snyder's own surgery, which I think I did use to creep her out. One of my favorite things to do. And now, ironically, I'll be having probably the same surgery. Hmm. And she won't have you be able to lay her? a glove on me. Mm-hmm. That I should text her? Uh-huh. For hmm. advice, what up, girl? What up? No, I think. Um, I mean, I, you know, we come in contact with them. They live mm-hmm. out by us. They're, we're right, we're right. We're all good. We're good. Uh, my long-term experience with you was raising with my much smarter wife. Our three, excuse me, our three kids who are very similar in age range to your boys. Most everything you've shared over the air or the internet would strike a chord with me. I'm sorry, I'm reading this very offhandedly. I don't mean to. Would strike a chord with me. We're a little behind in the grandparent race, expecting our third grandson in June. Oh, come on, man. I'm nine ahead of you. Come on. I, don't, I honestly don't know how we have 11 grandkids. I mean, I do know, but I, it, it, it blows my mind still. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very, it's rare, but occasionally somebody will be able to top me. Like, well, we have 13. But, but off of three originals? No, we had five kids. Well, you know, get back to me then. Because I, I, yeah. I turned three originals into 11. 11. It's one more. It's 11. Uh, we're a little behind in the grandparent race expecting our third grandson in June. Congratulations. Hmm. And I have a grandpup named Brompton who looks like Rosie's big brother. Wow. Brompton. Brompton. That's a cool dog name. Yeah. I've been a fan all along, but I have to say that your present lineup or setup slash lineup is by far my favorite. Well, you, Doug and Brendan make me uh, all make me laugh out loud regularly. So whispering. Thank you. John Kelly is our doll cast subscriber of the day for all that you do. So generous and true Today the slime ball spotlight shines on you Thank you <laughs> Thank you Thank yeah. you 
All right. Good luck tonight, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Even though we are going to talk in like an hour to do tomorrow's yeah. show. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Should I pretend it went really well? No, I don't think we... I, I, no, I because I, because it's the day that we're leaving. I feel I, f- I feel that we shouldn't. You know, we should. I just be upfront and say we're. You know, we yeah, need a day. Actually, to will you pretend it went really bad? That'd be kind of fun. Let's try that. <laughs> just just throwing stuff around here. Right. <laughs> I don't fucking Maybe. want to do this today, man. Maybe pretend that you hammered. were there too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I kept yelling substitute. I don't know why you couldn't play it. It's not that low hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Me for him, my Coke for gin. I mean, come on, man. It's good stuff. It writes itself. I mean, well, he wrote it, but you know what? The spelled D A G. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. Is it it D A G? Yeah, buddy. Wow. So many songs written in your honor Mm -hmm. by me, even. Yeah. Although I tend to go more with the G C D. Yeah, I think you're down in that 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 area. Pretty, yeah. Well, it only takes one finger. <laughs> you only have to move one finger. Kind of. What's your trick? Yeah. Well, you know. Get All right, to- guys, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going. We're going. The Steve Dahl Show is done right now. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month. So I recommend going to doll.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.